you, Chopper. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. So we we met in L.A. Yeah, on a, yeah. I was on stage doing a show. You um, killed it, by the way. Thanks, killed brother. It. Killed it. Thanks, bro. Are you a big comedy fan prior to that? And we've talked about this. Yeah, we yeah. both grew up on on Jim Carrey as yes. a big influence. But like as far as stand up goes, what was uh, I guess prior to that show and seeing me? Like, are you do you go to shows live when you get a chance? Or so that was actually the first live one that I had been to. Um, just like an open mic type deal, right? Yeah. Oh wow, that was the first one for sure, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, well, it I had, wasn't an open mic. It was a, it was a, for the. That's, what, a big that's show. what I was, was saying. A, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, was I didn't get to pay for it. I didn't. It I, didn't big, I don't. You know. That's how. Yeah. That's how like ignorant I am. I don't even know what it would technically totally. be called. So an open mic is almost like um, that's like where young, you know, your first night of comedy that you're you're trying. You go to a place that's like maybe a little bigger than this. That's got other comics there. Yeah, no one's really paying to go to it unless they're just like, oh, they're eating dinner next door, and they're like, oh, there's a comedy show. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They stumble in, but it's truly like where you cut your teeth. Oh, okay. Um, but you could say, but I think you know, people refer as any show as like a mic. So you could be, you know, so if you said, yeah, I went to a a cool mic the other night. Nice. Yeah. The old mic, and that was actually a pretty cool mic. <laughs> I recognized just about everybody that was on stage. You, you so. did, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so it was the coolest open mic you've ever been to. Without a doubt. Um, Without a doubt. So you, uh, the first live show in L.A. or ever, you said? Um, no, just in L.A. Yeah. Um, I saw Sandler uh, do one of his very uh, intimate ones. No way. For yeah, his special? For his special on Netflix. Wow. That was pretty cool. Yeah. He, had, he did it at like a few different, uh, what do you call it? Venues, venues, yeah, yeah. and strung strung them all together. Yeah, that was sweet though. Um, what's your? Uh, yeah, that, that was impressive. Oh, dude, the like it was it. just w- one after another because he was just doing like mostly songs and yeah. having little skits in between. But it was it was oh man and off you, the charts. I didn't for realize. like three hours straight. I oh was yeah, just like, and he was like, yeah, he's I, I have more. Which one should we do? I'm just like, oh, man, he's just these pulling out all have? the hits. Yeah, that's a guy too that's been doing it for so long, and then he just you know got back into it and didn't skip a beat. You know, no. uh, is uh, you and Jason, your brother, uh, were you guys pretty goofy together growing up? Like, were you? Oh man, because you know, I had I told you I had the uh, you know privilege to to chat with him too, and he's you two together, which is why you know we were talking. It's like, man, at some point you guys got to join forces because getting <laughs> to know you, it's like you are this. You got the look of a guy that's like, I will just fucking wink at your girl from across the Applebee's <laughs> bar and she'll leave you. But you're this big fucking goofball teddy bear. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's, and, that's and who I really am. A thousand percent. I'm just trying to have some fun, man. Dude, one thousand percent. I mean, on set, we were just goofing the whole time. Like, we ended up going a little late. You were just like, all good. Get whatever you need. And that's uh, not only in uh, a lot of people is like a rare quality, but like, I feel like also when you reach this level, man, it's like, you know, your time's valuable, but it's yeah. like, you were just like, 
hey man, whatever we got to get, let's get it. I'm here. I'm in it to win it, basically. Let's Which have makes, some fun, man. yeah, dude. Let's and, make the best thing we can, dude. And Jay uh, felt like he has the same vibes. Your brother, oh, without a doubt. He's uh, he's a little bit more like, hey, let's get the ball rolling. He gotcha. doesn't like to waste any time. But. Gotcha. But that's a good balance. Yeah. Is that how it was growing up? Yeah, without a doubt, way more mature. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was in all the AP classes, like all the all the high smart kid classes. Fuck that. I was barely getting by. Dude, me Fuck. too. I couldn't even <laughs> find my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> you needed a class that just hey, showed you, you where the class is. Math is. <laughs> you were that kid. Yeah. Only one left um, in the halls. Principal's like, yeah, Mr. Kelsey. Yeah. For sure. You're like, hey, do you know where the gym is? He's like, you're in it, motherfucker. How high are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I was, okay. I, I really was uh, trying to like make it in every single sport. Like yeah. I wanted to play college basketball. I wanted to play college football. I wanted to play really baseball as well. But I just, um, I had everybody telling me it was like football's the sport. Football's the sport. You're built for it. This and that. My brother had just went to Cincinnati uh, to to, to yeah. play football, so I was kind of like, "All right, man, this is uh, this is what it, this is what it is. This is what it is." I'm glad I listened to everybody, man, because yeah. I don't know if I would have made it in, in hoops, man. <laughs> there are some unbelievable Ballers. athletes, yeah, and it's just not as many players on the team. So but. you were a good high school basketball player. I like to think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you were this size. You had yeah. handles. No, I did not. That's what I did not have. Yeah. You realize, too, being a good high school player and then just to jump to college, how dope those guys are. Yeah. Right? I mean, I felt like I was – I shot the three in high school. That was my thing. I'd park on the fuck – you know, and then if they – White I, man's corner? Yeah. <laughs> just sit right there, yeah, right dude. there. Right there. Adam's in the corner. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then if I got lucky to take a couple to the uh, the hole, I would. Um, and uh, But, yeah, needing handles was like – I remember getting to play with some kids at SC where I went to college, um, some kids that were on the uh, uh, hoops squad in just like intramural stuff. I mean, they just ran. So I was like, oh, just even that jump to a D1 school is is insane. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. So you I, be like uh, I, thought, I thought I could have competed, but that's just the competitor in me yeah. saying that I would have been able to, to figure it out. Um, football did come a little bit more natural, Yeah, especially when I moved to the tight end position. It's just – it's a lot less – you can just play the game more simple at that, not at quarterback. Right. Right. You have to think of so many different things. You have to be so prepared, and that's I, my entire childhood and me growing up. I would just just show up and have fun. Like that's that's just who I was. From I wasn't preparing huh? to do anything. Like I wasn't trying to be like this this unbelievable leader and and like I don't know some type of Disney movie like will my team to win yeah, like yeah. as a kid like that's just I was just like hey man let's go out here and have some fun and crack some jokes and let's kick it that's why I loved all my all my childhood hockey and baseball teams because all the kids and all the guys and the parents that were on those teams were so much fun um, and we won a few games yeah and we won a few games but that's once so once I made the transition to uh, tight end it just simplified the game for me and I can kind of you know play. I can kind of tweak the tight end position yeah. to, uh, to make it more av available and uh, and better suited for the offense to the quarterback. You were just telling me while we were in between takes on the uh, shoot that, like, just in the last few years you felt like things – you just kind of let go of maybe, like, your headiness with yeah. the game and overthinking things. I feel like that is something, again, in probably most jobs, especially, like, in uh, acting and comedy where you just got to, like – Trust that you've done the prep, right? And yep. then just react and play. But that's such an easier said than done mentality. And it does take reps and experience to get comfy to yeah. even feel that way. And you said it took you a few years to even 
I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it took me at least sheesh, probably four or five years until I really like felt comfortable understanding what this defense is. So depending on what team we'll play, we'll know what coverages they run to first down, second down, in the red zone. All, like we'll know everything, right? Yeah. They'll have it all laid out from the first game of this season to the 10th game of the season, and it'll have every stat that you can think of. And you can literally look up like, okay, they're – more predominant to run cover two when, when it's second and eight. So Coach Reed does all this evaluating and all these all, – he schemes them up and tries to get our best cover two beater when it's second and eight or something yeah. like that. And I was thinking of all of that on the field. And it was just like, oh, why am I why am I making this game this confusing? Why am I taking it to that level? Like, you, like I know what cover two is. I know what kind of leverage the defense is being taught to have in cover two. Why not just – react instead of actually trying to be this mastermind let coach reed be the mastermind yeah like, that's why he's, he's yeah that's why he's, he's the, the best at what he does so it's just i don't know I, I i just cut it loose and i just started playing a little bit more free and uh and trying to just be available as fast as i can for the quarterback and that's just in the past game the run game is just you know sometimes you just got to cut it loose and just be a maniac like uh george kittle man oh yeah yeah you were telling me that you guys have this uh um you know, you had this, what, camp or uh, weekend yeah. retreat you and the other tight ends did? Yep. How much do you actually you. try to – tight end you, yeah. Well, you guys help tight ends from around the country, right, that are yeah. kind of up and coming? Yeah. It was it was just like an open forum, to be honest. I mean, me, George, and uh, Greg Olson, um, we all kind of got up there in the front. And then Darren Waller also got up there and, and talked to us a little bit about, about his journey in route running. Um, Mercedes Lewis, another guy, yeah. they jumped up there. But the, we it was just – it was – it was just like a seminar for everybody to get together, and it was very reassuring. You know what I mean? Everybody is a pro. Everybody is in this thing, and we're, we're all being taught, you know, virtually the same thing. We're all seeing the same defenses. So it's like everybody understands the game, but to hear what another guy is doing and seeing him have success with it, it's just reassuring that, that you know what I mean, they, that everybody can do that. Yeah. That, that it's, you know, as long as it's a part of their offense for them to do that. <clears throat> That's what it's really about. So yeah. I don't know. It's um, it was just fun, man, to get around all the guys. Fuck yeah! Uh, that the, doesn't happen during the, the season. No, nah, never. I've never in my nine years in the league. I've never been around that many, you know, tight ends or that many guys in the in this group, man. And Is we got a lot of good dudes, man. Oh yeah. Is it tough to make friends with the other players in the league because you are like you don't have these set up, you know, hangs like that. I mean, like after game, like I think every fan is always curious. Like when you see guys talking post game and high fiving, you just assume they have, uh, you know, maybe they went to school together or they know each other from some, you know, AAU thing or something. But yeah. where um, is that? Like, what are those post game chats? What's I mean, happening? it's just really just catching up and wishing a guy the best of luck the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, it's I'll uh, see you want to see you. Yeah, I think uh, for the most part, guys that uh, I've I've competed against especially in the division. I mean, it's just kind of like a, a nod to like, yeah, man, much respect. You know, I, I were working all week on this one play, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Dude. And the coach didn't even call and I was like, <laughs> dang. You know what I mean? It's like little conversations like that. It's yeah. just, it's, you just keep it moving and show your respect. And sure enough, if it's somebody that you played with, you know, you might want to swap a jersey or uh, take a pick and Have you done that? Up. Yeah, for sure. What was the for first sure. one you did when you got into the, uh, the league and you – you're like, I can't believe I'm fucking lining up against or on the other side against. Um, for me, it was probably James Harrison, man. Wow. Yeah, that dude, I mean, he's just been just 
the most feared defender in the league Eight for since I was in high school. Yeah, since I was like middle school. Oh, that's even crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just watching him do that, and then I'm playing against him, and like you can't see his eyes. He's got the he's got the <laughs> the visor on. Yeah, it's dude. just like I'm lightweight, and then I I had to block him on a play, and I I'm trying to like be the bully i'm trying to like sh show him that i can stand my ground yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. but you also fan it out a little or no yeah. or at least just out of yeah, your i'm just like wow this is james harrison <laughs> you say it out loud he's like hey man i can hear you you gotta be tough <laughs> we're on the field oh sorry man i thought i was thinking yeah that. <laughs> yeah nah, that was the last time i did that he uh he lit me up pretty good so you uh do you swap jerseys with him or no 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 i actually didn't say anything to him try to keep after that, that yeah i just try to keep my distance from him uh, that's crazy to me that you have such a like, you know, joyful attitude towards the game and have had it since you were a kid and still now because Man. again, just like in any job and especially sports, I feel like there is a uh there's no shortage of reasons to like get jammed up and get stressed out and get and feel the pressure and not uh deal with that accordingly. Yeah. So the fact that you what do you think you attribute that to? Is that like fam or just your overall day do you wake yeah. up just on the right side of the bed always or what is it? Um I try to. I mean, without a doubt, I try to. I think, uh, and don't don't get me wrong, I have definitely dealt with the insecurities of failure, of you know what I mean, all these all these negative feelings and emotions that that can come into play while you're out there on the field. Um, That's why you know I'm, I'm an advocate of people really getting to know themselves mentally, and mental health is as serious as it can be, Fuck even yeah. up to this point. Um, and I just think. Um, you know, I've been fortunate to have good people around me that I can that I can have a conversation with, but for the most part, I think it's exactly that, man. Just waking up with an attitude of appreciation, of just you know wanting to enjoy the day and enjoy the the day with the people around me, man. That's all I can really attest it to, man. Yeah, you've done that. I mean, your uh, your boys that were on the shoot with us that we went out with that night. I mean, are your fucking child the homies, homies, man? The homies, yeah. That's so crazy. I've got maybe. F maybe three to five again also from like elementary school maybe high school that are still in the circle and it's like that's the dream man because you have guys like that that know you so well they can keep you in check that are like not, not total yes man no, but also no, are there man, to champion no and support like the good stuff so that you you want to share it with them right without a doubt man and it, it, it's that's what i mean i i have like we have like a team of people outside of the facility of just like friends and family of just you know very everybody supporting of each other yeah and that's i mean having a foundation like that man it just makes i don't know if for me it makes life that much more fun man one thousand percent uh there's something about uh watching somebody like you that i feel like has the keys to the city like when we went to this little nice. spot that was like so cool because also you go all right you're this when you're already a larger-than-life character in the city and where the sport is, you know, kind of king, right? Football oh, in case sure. is. Yeah, I it mean, takes presence. Even knowing before you came here, you – what was it like even when you knew you got drafted here? Were you like – did the fan base immediately – had they already looked you up? Were they sending you messages? Was it like – or were you like, I'm really going to have to earn my stripes here? I think it was a little bit of earn, earn my stripes, to be honest. I mean, uh, the – the kingdom definitely knows who they're who they get and yeah. you know they do their research, um, but until you go out there and actually you know make some plays, I don't think they they really Holy grasp shit. you. Yeah, they really they really uh, kind of I don't know bring you in the house. Yeah, accept you. Yeah, um, but yeah, and I, I just I remember my first my first game that I actually played 
Um, well, it was a preseason game my second year because my first year I was I was injured and I was going through a, a knee knee surgery that I ended up having to get. Um, but going to the preseason of my second year, I'm playing the Cincinnati Bengals, who I was a little butt hurt that they chose a tight end ahead of me yeah. in the draft, knowing that I was a, I was I played at Cincinnati. You know what I mean? I'm an Ohio kid. Um, and they, some, they went a different route. I saw some article recently that showed, like, I think it was the five guys that were picked ahead of you or something. Yeah. And just and to the, kind of show, like, look who you fucking missed out on. Yeah, but they had some, we had some ballers. Yeah. We had some ballers. Yeah. Um, I was, I learned to not give a damn about that anymore because I'm actually extremely happy that I landed in Kansas City. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but at first, um, right? Hometown ties. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we were playing them and I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure that they, you know, saw what they missed out on. So. Wow. Uh, when I had the, I had like a 60-yard touchdown. Chase Daniels threw one to me uh, right before the half, and I take it 60 yards to the house. And after that, I saw on social media the the amount of, you know, what Chiefs Kingdom was really like, how they just swarmed me. Wow. They, it was it was nuts. I had never, and I'd been being at Cincinnati. We got a pretty good fan base, but it was nothing like this. Like I was getting tagged and everything and everything, and everybody was excited. And that was that was probably one of the coolest moments because uh, coming off of a knee surgery, yeah. I hadn't really like played Proving in yourself. a game or anything like that. So I didn't know how the the how the direction and the journey of my career was going to go and this wow, and that. Wow, dude! And then I was able to yeah, I was able to have a pretty good year, my uh, my second year, my first year playing, and then from there it's just kind of just been. A crazy process, Bangers, man. Dude. Yeah. Hey, guys. Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. And look, the world's getting crazy out there. You want to drown it out with some sweet, sweet tunes in your ears. Fill up those drums with some Chumbawamba, some Lisa Loeb, some Keith Sweat, some Eminem, something fun. I know Beyonce Single Ladies is what I usually cue up if I feel the turbulence is getting out of control and the plane's going down. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or stay calm with some guided meditation. So... Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort, and unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears so that people walk by and go, hey, look at the weird guy with weird things coming out of his ears. Hey, fuck you, man, those are Raycons. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life. That's impressive, so that you can listen to whatever you want, when you want, for a really long time. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Give them a try. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Create your own soundtrack for life with Raycon wireless earbuds. Right now, about last night, listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash about. That's buyraycon.com slash about to save 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash about right now and start listening and enjoying life the way it was meant to be. That first game in, uh, it's still called Arrowhead, right? The stadium? Yeah. G-E-H-A I mean, Field at Arrowhead. Yeah, dude. That, Another yeah. voiceover right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You could be the PA announcer, too. <laughs> and the long snapper. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Uh, I got to go to uh, a game a few years ago. And, you know, everyone says uh, your stadium and the Seahawks stadium are the two loudest in football. And, you know, I've been in a handful of others. I fucking firmly can confirm that. I mean, and it gets yeah. loud. It, can you just break down for me the first game where you were like, you're running through the tunnel, stadium's going nuts. Like, I mean, maybe it was just the first game. Uh, yeah. I would say 
the first the first real game that I was like, man, this place is rocking was that first year or that second year. Um, we played the Patriots on a Monday night, and we ended up we ended up getting the win. And I think it was Hussein Abdul. His, yeah, it was Hussein Abdullah. He ended up getting a pick, going to the house to like kind of seal the game. And man, when I tell you that place erupted, <laughs> everybody throwing. It was like we won the Super Bowl or something. Holy Everybody's shit. throwing hats, taking their shirts off, going crazy, just and it, and you couldn't talk to the person next to you. Like it was just like, this is great. oh my god, it was just like the just the the noise from the crowd and everybody's excitement just took over, and you it was just like white white. It was just a sound like. You couldn't hear anybody next to you as well. Do you remember locking eyes or seeing anything in the stands, like of anything that was true, like people like choking each other out, or, like somebody <laughs> just flashing? So, like, I mean, when when that happens, oh, sports man. fans are nuts. I've been a part of it, man. When you yeah. are on the receiving end of the good stuff, you fucking lose it. When I, dude, when I uh, saw my Hawks come back uh, from the uh, NFC Championship game against the Packers, you know, down uh, Russ had thrown four picks. You know, it was nineteen <sighs> seven. Remember that? Yeah. You watch. I mean, how, that was the thing I was asking you too. Is how much. Football? Do you watch when you're not playing? I'll, I'll you know, throw on an NFL fan. game. Yeah. yeah, the college games can get kind of tough sometimes. Yeah, but the NFL games, yeah, I'll check those out all the time. Would you and Jay? Um, I don't know. Swap. I just heard Peyton Manning say this that him and Eli would, and it's probably a little different because they were both quarterbacks. But they would during the season, you know, talk. You know, if he was getting ready to play the Cowboys, he was like, "What do you do against uh, Demarcus? Like, what? How do you? What? Certain prep things." They, and he was like, "That's a huge advantage." Let me do my painting. He's like, there's a huge advantage of having a, of, of having, that's not, no, it sounds more like, who is that, Kermit the Frog? So it sounds more, uh, so he was like, we would share info about who we were playing. He's like, that's an advantage to have a sibling doing your job. Mm-hmm. So obviously you and uh, Jason are different positions, but being yeah. on the offensive side of the ball, would you guys give each other little tips like that or no? Um, no, not yeah. really. I think just because he's a center. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, there have been times where I'll, I'll call him, and ask him uh, just how he's doing, and then I'll say, "Oh yeah, I got the, uh, these guys I got whoever, up. yeah, I got these guys coming up." And they say, "Oh yeah, man, they, they, um, we'll just talk about the defense gotcha. from that point." But gotcha. I mean, I don't think it's ever been like, no "Hey specifics. man, I, uh, I'm really trying to figure out the answers <laughs> to this test over here. You got any, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got yeah. any notes for me?" <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, we do run similar offenses though, so it's fun to. Oh, that's cool. It's fun when we're uh, when we're scheming up a team. If we like something that the Eagles do, we'll sometimes take it from them and i'm sure it's vice versa it's a copycat league yeah um but we'll uh we'll see that and then i'll just see i'll see i'll always watch jason on the play i'll, n- I'll disregard the entire play awesome. and i'll just watch jason i'm like hey look at 62 over here <laughs> the big beefcake yeah. is that his nickname no i i think he's a uh, beefcake yeah. he's a great nickname for a porn star and a center. <laughs> Maybe, a, oh my God. Because what nicknames, you know, you got what? What are your nicknames? TK? Killer Trav, T Kels, TK. Um, just Kelsey. Some, some Guys go with the Zeus. classic last name. Yeah, Kels, Kelsey. What was the other one? Goose? One. Uh, some for uh, fantasy football called me Zeus. Nice. Yeah, so that was pretty That was pretty cool. I don't know where it came from. I don't understand what it was. but Isn't Zeus like a Greek god? Yeah. There you go. A Greek god. That's I think of weather, from. maybe? The weather? The wa- weather? I have no idea. <laughs> you and me both, dude. I'm like, Close. the capital of Florida is Disneyland, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, wait, so, uh, yo, fantasy football. The amount of, you know, first of all, congrats on the number five 
uh, NFL ranking. Thank you, man. That was pretty crazy. Come on. That was pretty crazy. I know that you're such a, uh, you know, you, you eat a big piece of humble pie and you're like, I don't pay attention to that shit, whatever. But it's voted on by the players, right? And coaches. That's what that that's what is honoring. Come you know on. I mean? That's pretty freaking cool. That, all you uh, want is the respect to your peers, that. right? Yeah. That's all you need, man. And you were in 2016 uh, ranked 91. And that, now, yeah. five years later, five? 91 to five. What happened? <sighs> Probably... Uh, like I was saying, just cutting it loose, playing more free, and then uh, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Those guys are pretty good. <laughs> what a fucking trio, dude. dude I mean, it's insane. It's it's fun, man. Every single day is a fuck, uh, just a blast in, yeah. the, in the locker room, man. We got a lot of good dudes in there. It's Goof City, Tyreek yeah. Tyreek and Pat being being the culprits, man. I was going to say, who's the mayor of Goof City? You said you're kind of leading the charge, right, with keeping things light? Yeah, we like to, like to keep, really the tight end room, we like to keep it nice. And, you know, I mean, everybody's enjoying taking care of business. Yeah, always. always. taking care of business. You're there for that. Always taking care of business, but we're uh, we're down to have some fun, man. I think the I think the whole tight end room. Are you? Is really, uh, really who the goofballs are? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you gotten as intricate with like the touchdown celebration dances now that because they don't flag them now, right? That happened what a couple years ago? Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, because I saw you know my Hawks again to go back to got real specific a they few were, years ago. They were killing it there for a while. They had like almost the temptations too, going. They dude, had a whole bunch of they <laughs> almost had a too hard with the choreography to where you're like, if you drop a couple <sighs> balls, you're like. Hey man, maybe if you weren't practicing the bye 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 dance, you would have fucking made that catch, Ty Lock. Uh, but no, they great uh, dude, great that? dude, Ty Lock, great dude, great dude, beast. The um, it's funny you say that because I was watching uh, basketball the other day, and the opening scene love love of the sports of like all, they show they go to all the different sports and yeah. they show the football yeah. players like doing choreography, <laughs> like insane dude. And I'm just like, this is. The it's, world we live in, kind of. It would be totally. I mean, it would be great to really get to an uh, an insane stage of football. I mean, would you welcome that, or is that too much? Like where the celebrations are so I mean, crazy. I just don't think guys really want. I shit. mean, that's a lot of energy, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Like I'm post touchdown, like 15 play drive. I'm not trying to fucking do <laughs> yeah an entire core, <laughs> an entire dance, the whole grease lightning yeah. second act. Yeah, that takes that takes away too much from the game. They're already doing too much with, uh, I don't know, the the rules. Yeah. So it's taken away a lot of the physicality of the game. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, doing something like that, that would just turn it into, you know what I mean? We'd be in, we'd be playing basketball in <laughs> five years. I mean, dude, we could be. I, the fact that, by the way, after I saw that movie, that a real-life basketball league didn't, wasn't birthed. Uh, it, I mean, it did in my backyard. I don't know if it did in Well, yeah, and every, yeah, every kid that saw the movie. We were playing that every day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great summer game. Uh, when Pat showed up, did you guys get on the same page right away? What's that like when you get a new QB and uh, as far as like the um, just getting on the same page? So we still had Alex Smith. Yeah. And that was uh, that was a cool dynamic that I appreciate more now than I did when it was actually happening because I at the time I was just – I was going to work with Alex and just trying to be the best tight end I could – while watching Pat just dice up the defense on on the scout team, wow! Because his entire first year, he was just sitting there waiting for his opportunity, yeah. And really learning from how learning from Alex how to be a professional. Not that he didn't, you know, know how to, but like I said, sometimes it's just reassuring when you yeah. see somebody doing what you're doing, having success, and you can you can hear and see how he's having the success throughout right. the week, right? Or how he schedules the week. 
And then he comes in, starts the next year, and it feels like I was I, I gave this example uh, when it after the first year. It was like when Alex Alex had the keys of the car, he was driving the car. Great tunes, you know what I mean? Nice classic tunes, you had some some bangers in there, you know what I mean? Get you going a little bit. Some what's up, four non blondes, some chumbawamba tub thumping. <laughs> Some fucking you know Blind it, Melon, No Rain. You know it, baby. Some Keith Sweat, Disney Nobody. Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Disney Radio. Nah. Yeah. And then when uh, when Pat had the keys to the car, it was like it was turned all the way up, and it was playing a new song that you had never even heard, but you were like, this song is bumping. Wow. And it was just, you know what I mean? It was just a different, a different vibe. It was a younger vibe. I felt like, you know what I mean? I was 24. 22 all over again playing the game and and the excitement for the game it was just like man the 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 energy of how we how we all connected on the offensive side of the ball um just made me feel like more hungrier to come into the come into the building man wow because it was like we and i love alex alex was unbelievable i wish i could have got a super bowl with alex man Uh, and there was an opportunity and you know his last year i ended up getting concussed and I feel like, you know what I mean, that was our one opportunity. If I would have went back out in the game, we would he would at least, you know, at least, you know, would have, could have, should have, right? Of course, man. Love to think about stuff like that. But outside of that, man, it's just when Pat came in, man, it was Coach Reed's ability to just do anything with the plays. Just it, there's no ceiling on it because he can make those throws and he makes great decisions uh, when he's out there with the ball in his hands, man. I was going to ask about that because how much of that is the coach's a responsibility, but also job to you know recognize. Oh shit, I've got a, a pretty crazy talent here with other crazy talents. Do, I kind of got to let them. The same way that everyone has been arguing the last few years. Again, to go back to my Hawks with let Russ cook. It's like you know there's something to be said about being like. And this even goes along with comedy when you look at TV shows and you have like network execs trying to. Ch- it's why Chappelle left the Chappelle Show, right? Because mm-hmm. he was like, man, I had too many cooks in the kitchen trying to tell me how to do what I do. It's like these non-comedy guys are trying to be like, do this. And so for a coach, I have to assume it's like, all right, you know the game, whether you played or not, but you can't do what these guys are doing. You're not doing it. So maybe you go, all right, they got here for a reason. How much do I try to give them the, the, the trust, keys without yeah. driving it for them? Yeah, the trust. The and trust, that's, yeah. And that's where his game keeps going up. I think uh, this year more than ever, um, the coaches – Coach Reed specifically have kind of just, you know, let him take more control when he's out there on the field. Not that he didn't have all the control, but um, because he's the one, he's the one calling calling the plays on yeah. the field. But I think it's just, you know, um, as he grows, you'll see you'll see a lot more of him making making checks at the line and stuff like that that you have seen all these great quarterbacks do uh, throughout their entire careers, especially later on in their careers when they get more comfortable like that and they gain that trust with the with the coaches to be able to do that. Uh, I heard you say getting uh, watching Andy Reid raise the Super Bowl trophy was um, the best moment of your career. Man, I fucking loved it, dude. Yeah, I loved it, man. That that guy, what he's done for my just my career personally, not not what he's done for this entire city, community, organization, and how he flipped him from a two and fourteen team to not having a losing season since he's been here. Yo, thank you. Going to the playoffs, people forget that. I'm telling you, they he. Immediately changed this entire organization around the minute he was hired. Flipped the culture. Went out, got Alex Smith, a winning quarterback, to help guide us, lead us, and then from there, having the defensive staff going out and grabbing Spags, 
making sure that you know we keep we keep everything light and 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 great in the room and Spags is an unbelievable defensive coordinator and he just went out and you know got guys and won football games here changed the lives of of a whole bunch of players including me yeah. and then gave Kansas City a whole lot of smiles man yeah dude. a whole lot of good times was that uh Super Bowl is crazy I I rewatched um a bunch of it uh, a few nights ago and it was like that sideline was cr- I mean you know, you already are so happy-go-lucky on the field, but it's like your smile was fuck. You just could, it was. I was trying to put myself nuts, in dude. like the mindset of like all these for people getting there to the first time and then winning it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was it. Was wild, man. It was wild, especially the the way we did it. Was we, you know, we're losing in every single game that we played in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. Uh, made it hard on ourselves, but it, what it did was just made it more dramatic at the end to, you know, really, you know, appreciate how hard we fought to get there. And uh, Coach Reed, is he's like he's like a dad in the building. He's just like, he at looks this like point, he's like, he's like the, he, you know what I mean? He's just, and he kind of looks at the, the players like where his kids are like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's guiding us into the into journey in life and stuff like that. So he has a fatherly coaching ability, and that's what why guys really love him. I mean, he's personally, he's not going to, you can trust that he's going to make sure he's making the right decisions. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of that is is everything, man. Was that uh, Super Bowl experience just top to bottom? Like, obviously, you know, you've been back there. You talk, the one that I won or the one yeah. that I got my ass beat? The one, you, <laughs> uh, whichever one you want to talk about. <laughs> um, no, the so, first one, the one yeah. you won. Miami Miami was nuts, man. Like, take me through media, right just now, getting there. Right now, it's so, it's it's so fresh because we haven't played in front of a crowd like that. We haven't played like that was the last game that we had full capacity for a game. Oh yeah. Like that was, that was it. For so real? to win, to win the Super Bowl and that'd be like that could, that's sitting right there. It's, I don't know. It's uh it's motivating, man. It's like, man, I want to get back to that. Cause that was fucking fun. Well, that's going to be Sunday, right? Yeah, that's definitely going to be Sunday. Holy shit! All Got right, a great Cleveland Browns team coming in, man, and it's uh, it's going to be rocking. I know Arrowhead's ready to roll, and I know Cleveland travels well. So, oh yeah, it's what five hour drive? What? No, I just said that by not. <laughs> by the way, I did not even picture a map Disney, in my head. I Disneyland just... <laughs> is the capital of Florida. <laughs> that's at Adam Ray Comedy. If you want to send any sort no, of a, uh, it's brain about, teasers, it's about twelve twelve okay. hours. All right, but you can make that. That's yeah, a flight. For sure. It's a flight for sure. My, dad, my dad's done it before. Yeah. So. Uh all right. Wait, back to the Super Bowl real quick. Uh okay. So media, everything. Is it overwhelming? Are you like just so fired up and adrenaline that you're like, bring it on, I'll do anything and everything? Or are you like, does do the nerves go up to where you're like, all right, like I know I got these interviews, but like, man, I really need to focus because I wanna, you know, do another once over on the uh, you know, on my preparations. So yeah. That I can... No, I hear you. I think uh I think it was um, it was a little crying. bit of both. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> That's a great question. It was, it was <laughs> taking so, me back. It was so fucking hard. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, they prep you so much, or at least this is my this is how I dealt with it. They prep you so much that you just don't even worry about the media stuff. You're gonna have to do it. It's gonna be an hour, and yeah. you're just gonna sit in a room or two hours, however long it is, and you're just gonna sit in a room and not do anything but answer questions and it's probably going to be the same question back to back to back to back to back and it's like that's happening you can't let that piss you off you can't let that get to you you just have to kind of have fun with it roll through it get it done um or 
like beast mode, you know, just be there so you don't get fined. <laughs> well, however you want to do it, it's your choice. And it's with dealing with that and then you're so excited about the game that you're nonstop thinking about it 24-7. Come on. So the, it's kind of like every now and then you have to step away you know, that I was lucky I had friends down there, I had family down there, my girlfriend was down there, and I was able to, you know, just step away, have a meal where I'm not just thinking about what I'm going to do on XY hook in the red zone on third and four. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, it can get it can get overwhelming. That's why when I was watching uh, the Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN, oh, yeah. his, uh, his ability to just cut it, basketball out of the equation, just go play golf before the... The, finals. the yeah. NBA Finals. Get the fuck out of here. It's like I kind of understand because you think about it all day, every day. When you're in the building, you're nonstop thinking of you know every play, every situation, what could possibly happen. Um, it, or on top of that, ways that you can make the game or team better. Right? You're just nonstop, always trying to think of this shit. So to step away to have you know something else. To, to put your mind on yeah. or, to, or to take your mind away from, from the game for a little bit, I think it's definitely needed, yeah, you without gotta, a doubt. you got to be able to separate, man. I mean, I try to – that's what I go home to Seattle uh, to be with my fam for is, like, I still – you know, there's always work things to be done, but it's, like, I, I then am at my niece's, my sister, my mom's disposal to, like, you know, do shit or, you know, grab something off the top shelf or yeah. fucking give my mom an arthritic fucking hand massage or, you know, something just to go – it's not <laughs> – <laughs> your, your nod as you licked your lips was, uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, arthritic hand massage, yeah. That's How much is that going man. for? Right on, right on. Yeah. I don't even know what that even means. Oh, my mom's got bad arthritis, so she's got, like, fucking oh, witch hands, so, man. Just, so I just try to, like, rub them up to, you know, she's like, they just hurt constantly. I'm not laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, she says it. She's like, I got these fucking arthritic, she's always like, she's 71, she's like, I feel like I'm 40, but I got these arthritic witch hands. So, you know, you can't help but laugh. That's where I get the comedy from. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Where do you uh, where do you get your goofballness from, mom or dad? Um, a little bit of both. Man, I think both. Man, I remember I remember my dad would always, you know, he um, he would sit there watch TV, and he's one of those guys who can watch TV and he'll laugh out loud. Like I can only watch TV and laugh if there's somebody else to laugh with. Right. Like I can't just like see something and be like, <laughs> makes you feel like a crazy person. <laughs> I feel nuts. <laughs> I feel imagine, absolutely nuts. Imagine. My dad is just going crazy laughing at the TV, and it's just him. I'm just like, man, you're the only. You're really. You're enjoying. You didn't even look for yeah, someone to check in no. with. No, he's just yeah. So I was just all right. Um, but my mom, my mom always uh, at like baseball games. I just remember her and and all the other moms on the team would be out in right field, just a cooler, some lawn chairs, and just dying laughing. Just absolutely dying laughing. And wow. all the moms were saying, like, your mom can tell a story. And I'm just like, all right, well, your mom's got mom's got That's good storytelling. awesome, dude. Yeah, so I think I get it from both for sure. Um, yeah. Would, uh, and then just growing up with Jason. Jason's a goof, man. Yeah. I mean, well, Have, maybe not a goof. He's actually he's just he's a straight hysterical. Man. He's the spade to your Farley, right? There you go. 
you need a. Uh, I mean, thank you. Yeah, for one thousand me Farley. Yeah, well, one thousand percent. If he's the like, what also guy, even right? yeah, the best. Also, just you know, it's an energy thing too. Jay does have big energy, mm-hmm. but can contain it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> except for if he's given a Super Bowl speech. Yeah, um, no, that's and you know what this all the speech was was just a little bit of Jason, and that's the thing, man. I if everybody, that. if everybody. You know, if he really opened himself to to the world and did something like a podcast, we've been talking about yeah. maybe trying to do something like that, like I was saying. Yeah. Um, man, everybody would just fall in love with him even more, man. Totally. I mean, the more – I think uh, early on the uh, the good old Philly market kind of made him want to step away from totally all the social media stuff and really being in the – in the, the, in the face of yeah everybody it's a lot so he i don't know i think uh so he deleted all his social media early oh wow on. yeah but for, just to kind of focus on football yeah and do that. just not even worry about any of that extra stuff I did think. you know he was gonna do that speech did you know that outfit was there I, listen i've heard a speech like that i mean countless times man especially at cincinnati just had some unbelievable for real dude. yes oh man. yeah people forget so you guys played leader. there together for how many years then three we played high school for two and in college for three. Dude, just ruling the school. Yeah, that's pretty fun. As a man. killer bro combo, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying though. Like that's athletically. Yeah. I mean, I know what it was like to have like a couple twins that were dominant in the sport, football and basketball in high school, and how they were revered. So I can imagine just the way Dude. people looked at the Kelsey brothers coming through. Right? Yeah. Teachers would I get out of the way. Fucking get. I on didn't their knees. really. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. Definitely not the teachers though. Yeah. I didn't really uh, get great. Or really well respected at Cincinnati until like my senior year. Gotcha. I mean, I early on, early on, I had a, like this Wildcat package where I was like the Wildcat quarterback. Yeah, and I would like I I had a few rushing touchdowns, but it wasn't anything like everybody on campus knew who I was. Everyone on campus knew who Jason was. Wait, I got a stat here: 2011 Cincinnati to 2012. Yeah, you had 150 yards in 2011, 722 in 2012. Yeah, 722. Man. What the fuck? That was uh, yeah, my senior year, man. That was uh, Just that was. Felt comfy in the system, just got bigger. No, it was, the, it was my last. It was my last draw. You know, I'm a big it. procrastinator, so wait wow. until my last year to wait to for the last splash. moment. To, you know, <laughs> yeah. go out there. Oh, uh, I oh. gotta get a job after this <laughs> yeah. year. Uh, That's amazing. Probably hit yeah. the weight room and turn it up a notch. Yeah, actually um, show everybody I want to play football for the rest of my life. Wait, so you said you saw that speech countless times. So he's done that type of shit. You weren't surprised. For sure. No, no, I loved every bit of it. I was, I mean, I was, I was, I was in tears for a second. Yeah. I was, it was like, yeah. Dude, yeah. It was one of those tears. You know, like, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Dude, I mean, to inspire and like pump up that many people. And then you see the people. That was sweet. What was man. cool to see was the players and coaches behind them kind of also, some of them also looked surprised. Like they were like, is this the same? Jay Kelsey that we've been fucking with for the past uh, oh, handful no. of years. If you, if you play him, you know exactly what he's about, man. And, and once it just like, and once he went down the list of like, you know, Zachers can't catch, Lane Johnson hits the juice too much, and then you know whatever he was just whatever you know he was just you know what I mean just building it up yeah. and like oh man people going it was fucking incredible. What a guy, man! What a uh, guy! Best speech I've ever heard, man. One thousand percent. Have you uh, have you given speeches like that in the locker room, like halftime or uh, pre post game? Uh, I did in college. I think uh, since I've been in the league, man, yelling at a bunch of you know grown men. It's just I don't know. You gotta. It's got to be the right time. Thousand percent. You know. And I just never have really felt that time. Yep. You know, um, without at least somebody else doing it before I would have. You know, meaning like another leader in the locker room 
was the one yelling, and moment. I'm just like, all right, yeah, you got yeah, it. You got it. <laughs> you yeah. got it. You got it. Somebody's on it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you would dominate uh, being like a seventh grade basketball coach. Oh, man. What I'm saying, like the sweet spot where I'm kids kind of think they're the, they're the shit, but they know <laughs> that you are the shit. So that there's still a level of respect there where they're like, all right, this guy definitely has a bigger dick than me. So I'm not going to walk around too, with too much swagger in, in seventh grade. But you know how seventh graders are. We all were that. You definitely are too cool for school. Too cool for school. And uh, especially in sports. So uh, I feel like that's like a great sweet spot for you to be like, Yo, that's pretty good. Yo, Tony, shut the fuck up. <laughs> or just like you suck, and him being like, "I hear you, I hear you, I know, you know what you're trying to do with that coach." I, I had that coach too, man. Did he you? was the best. Yeah, Bogus, man. He's my hockey coach. His last name was Bogus. Oh man, the best. Yeah, I always thought I was too cool for school, especially on the, on the hockey rink because I was like six five on skates, and every, all the other kids. I mean, you're middle school. All the other kids aren't even like five five yet so Dude, it's just who would you have played in disney on ice goofy like who's the six five <laughs> disney character a, i have no idea it would have to create a whole new beast <laughs> create a whole Either, new beast a whole new beast wait um, so okay so how would he set you straight um i remember i just remember uh one of the first games we ever had i had like three goals and after every single goal i did like something like some like kind of move Love and it. he looked at me and said act like you've fucking been there i was just like oh shit all right Never did it again. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Never did it again. I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to score and celebrate <laughs> my, my team. Yeah, all yeah. Right. Dude, I love that. Got it. I had the exact same thing happen in high school when I hit a three in a playoff game, and I did a shimmy, dude. I had the balls to do a shimmy <laughs> in a home game, walking down court. Kind of did it to my friends in the stands. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, dude, coach this pulled me out proud, and was man. just like, same shit, dude. He goes, act like you fucking been here. He's like, he's like, all you do is shoot threes. You fucking were that surprised that you made one? I was like, no, man, I was just pumped. I was trying to sell. It's a playoff game, man. I was trying to add a little energy. He's yeah. like, you have never seen you fucking do that. It wasn't even a good shimmy. You don't have shimmy shoulders. I'm like, you're critiquing my shimmy shoulders? It's a Damn. Time out. That's what you're using this for. Damn it. So, you know, Fuck. there's a time and a place to celebrate. <laughs> there is. No, I had to learn that too. I was celebrating after every single first down my first couple of years, man. For real. Just getting pumped. Just, just like, in. Can go. Yeah. Yeah. You get fired up, though, also off the energy of the crowd. Here's what I, yeah. when, when, uh, when people little, were giving uh, Sherman, uh, a hard time after getting, uh, on Aaron Andrews on that interview after we won the NFC oh, championship. Man, yeah. By the way, how many do you get annoyed or do you appreciate when fans do what I just did? Where I'm like, when we won the NFC Championship, I get it. I used to do a joke about this. I go, these I guys don't even know we're here. I go, yet I accept partial responsibility <laughs> to, for the success stuff. of the I'm team. With it. Yeah, for sure. People are like, dude, congrats on the Super for Bowl. Sure. I was like, thanks, man. Those twelve beers I had at half really helped us run the ball. I better. actually think I think my brother did a a similar uh, idea. Uh, always <laughs> sun, always sunny, in Philadelphia. He was on Always Sunny, and they Dream. had kind of like a play on, like, oh, we feel like we're yeah. a part of the team, yeah. and we have. <laughs> Is that Charlie like, Day? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Do you. Uh, Him and Rob are awesome, man. Uh, yeah, they're killer. Is that uh, the fan base out here is nonstop, see you, stop you, or what up? Like, what's the. Uh, I saw when we were uh, out after the shoot, people I, were real respectful. Yeah. Just, what up, man? Maybe want to buy you a drink. Maybe do this. You're always real cool with Kansas it. Kansas City's awesome, man. Yeah. They're real cool about all of that, and uh, I'm also not really. Tr I'm not tripping. Like I, I enjoy playing the game. I'm not trying to hide from anybody when I go out. I know some some guys need security. It can get pretty crazy for a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Thousand percent. It can get real crazy. I've seen it. Um. So some so somebody having security like that. I mean, I think it's needed. But for me, I'm nobody's really like 
pressing pressing me or rushing me or They're anything like that. With a decent amount of like Yeah, and that's Kansas City, I think. I think everybody kind of comes comes at you with a lot of respect and, you know, just appreciation. And uh, why not show a little love, man? That's how I think about it. Any uh, any really memorable ones? Like, I don't know, like a kid coming up to you in the shitter, like an, an, uh, you know, a Panera or something or – like a, a you know a ninety year old yeah. Chiefs fan like you know showing up on your doorstep like you know I'll do anything for love yeah no I've had I've had a few people knock on the door when I lived downtown yeah it's just random yeah it's really weird but whatever I said what's up yeah you know what I mean <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh nice congrats on hey, finding the place don't tell anybody I live here man. <laughs> thanks they won't if you sign these and they're like wow sir those are big and beautiful <laughs> um, do you ever read YouTube comments. Um, YouTube comments. I probably have not from interviews, highlight reels. Well, I want to give you a few, dude, just to go nice. off this. Yeah, let's Travis hear. Kelsey uh, is a good guy. Here's one that was on your uh, Pat McAfee interview that you just did recently. Ooh, nice. Every time I get the chance, I will always tell this story. Travis Kelsey spelled your last name wrong. Is a very generous guy. I witnessed oh, firsthand when I was working at a sporting goods store in KC. He came in with his foundation and gave gift cards to probably 25 kids to get coats and whatever they wanted. Anytime someone went over, he was right there with his credit card to pay the difference. I was a cashier ringing everyone up, and they were all done. The manager came to me with a signed ball and said, hey, Travis, wanted to give this to you. I'll never forget that experience. How about it, huh? Crazy. Yeah. Now, I made all that up, but, the, like, have there been times? That's what I'm saying. No, In my no, head, I'm like, no, gosh, not, that yeah. it could have happened. No, no, I mean, no, I've, done that. I've done that at a few different stores, yeah. That's crazy. But I don't – I hope – I mean, I just – I'm glad that they – Remember you know, that. Had a, yeah, Here's that's another one. Cool. This guy goes, I used to work room service at the hotel in KC the Chiefs stayed in before games, and I delivered to Travis once and was so nice. Took time to talk with me for a bit, even though the security was pissed. Awesome dude. Are you uh, – these are all just – Yeah, real comments because they <laughs> pop up so quick. So I was watching some of the Mac the interview, and then I saw that first one about the sporting goods right underneath. Anytime I see paragraphs under a video, I'm always like, all right, like what did this guy take the time to really divulge here? Because usually it's just like, this guy rules, or like – Sweet head, or you know, or fucking, you know, YouTube comments are all over the place. You know, <laughs> this guy said, "How big are his feet?" Do you think you're like, what? Did you ask this? If you want to talk late at night, <laughs> call me. You get those ones? Oh yeah, dude. Where do those? Where, where do those, those come, come from, from, dude? God, Lee. The, uh, guy, the, the guy or chicks that are doing that, man. The uh, oh, the call late. <laughs> yeah, By the way, those, that was one of my first those? prank calls. Were those my buddy and I would see those like. For if you're looking for a good time, call one eight hundred fuckstick or whatever. You know, call one eight hundred love bucket. You know, <laughs> you're just like, good God, just the name alone is piquing my interest. So we call and it'd be like, what's going on? Because you always get a couple minutes free to kind of suck you in, almost like a free streaming service. Like, oh, yeah. hey, a month free on uh, on Hulu, and then sign up for the real deal, baby, with no ads. So we got that on the love bucket, and we called in. And she's like trying to entice us, and she's like, so what's going on? Me and my buddy are like. Uh, just we're just really looking for some hot boobs, and she's like, "Huh?" And we're like, you know, some of that hot boob action. Just giggling our asses off, crying, <laughs> laughing. I mean, we're like sixth grade, dude. Just fucking. Yeah. And she's like, "All right, so yeah." But she's also, you know, trained to suck us in. You know, uh, you know reel you in a little. Reel us in. So she's Try like, keep you as long as you can't can. assume it's a prank. So she's just like, yeah, well, I got them hot boobs for you guys. And we're like, yeah, how big are they? She's like, as big as you want. We're like, you can make them bigger? Just, she's like, well, no, I'll, I got friends. We're like, we got friends, too. 
what are you doing later? We want to go down to the 7-Eleven, you know, and get, we'll get you some Kit Kats. And she's like, mm, what do you want to do with those Kit Kats? We're like, probably eat them. That's why we would go and get them. And she's like, oh, I thought you'd want to like do stuff to me with them. And we're like, all right, mom, you know. <laughs> like, this is weird. This isn't funny anymore. Yeah, yeah. You're actually talking us out of a subscription, lady. It's crazy. Um, yeah, those, uh, I got respect for that job. Um, I want to ask you this, uh, Trav, before we uh, wrap this up. Um, oh, man. Are you good, by the way, on time? I a few am, more minutes? Yeah, I'm chilling. All right, man. I love you. Um, what was the first thing that you, and I know you get this asked this question all the time, but like once you were like locked down in KC, you had your place, like, you know, you got a dope ride as I was fortunate enough to, to, nice. to take a spin in. Um, was there something that you were like, man, I always dreamed having this as a kid, like shoe wise or, um, jacket wise or something that you were like, I can get this for myself now. And it's also a sign of like. I'm on the right path. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like uh, give yourself a gift, man. Yes. For sure. And treat um, yourself. I treated myself to a Rolex, a day date Rolex that I um, I thought was one of the coolest things ever. I always saw the Rolex and how it uh, it doesn't tick tock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That thing just kind of slowly goes around. And I, I just thought it was one of the coolest watches and accessories yeah. that you could ever have. And um, yeah, I went out, bought it. And uh, five years after, I lost it. Shut up. Yeah. Where? I don't know. Inside one of the one girls of in a fucking I was hot real bad. Love. It was the only piece of jewelry that I really had outside of like some Claire's earrings that I had on. And I was just, I was <laughs> walking around, going from hotel to hotel, kicking in the in the off season. I think I just, you know, left it on the dresser one time. Fuck. Just an idiot. An absolute Just, idiot. Of course, you? I didn't have any of it insured. Why would I have anything why? insured? Yeah, I'm 24. Why, why would I? Yeah, dude, you don't need insurance yet. Were you torn up about it? Um, yeah, I was pretty butthurt about it. Yeah. I didn't buy a Rolex for like another week. I did see that you bought the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did see that you bought the uh, yeah. another week. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I went. I went after it. I went after a few other ones after that. Yeah, good because I got a new contract. Yeah. That's it was that then there were the the Marty McFlies. That's what I was gonna. The Marty go McFlies into. was were I mean that was uh, that was my movie growing up, man. Back to the Future. Doc, <laughs> I love. Can the, you do a Doc Brown? Old, no, I can't. Yeah, you can. I'll show you. It's an old guy. It's think <laughs> of an old guy who's freaking out because he just found out there's a new popcorn uh, that Orville Redenbacher came out with. Think of an old guy that loves movie theater popcorn. He goes. This is the guy that that goes to the movie theater for the popcorn. Right, so think of That's that guy. Good. But he's also kind of like sounds like he's a little constipated, and he also just found out that his wife is working for LoveBucket.com. Right, you're, so you're he, a legend. I don't know how you think of all of this so fast, man. <laughs> it's impressive. So, so you got to just think of an old guy, and he's a little constipated, and then just go, Marty, Marty, boom, got it. You, you, you I now just, have a Doc I'm, Brown impression. No, I can just. <laughs> Just do whatever you just did. That's all I can do. Dude, that movie is fucking iconic. All of them, man. The whole series. The whole man. series. I love them. Even number three them. with the uh, Wild Wild West, dude. Don't sleep yeah, on it. Do not sleep on it. You'll probably fall asleep. You'll a probably fall bit, asleep. But you'll wake the story back up. Drags, but yeah. you'll wake back up and realize they made a third one. This is still <laughs> adding up. They just came out with a Back to the Future musical, dude. I just saw Josh oh, Gad in nice. New York at uh, backstage, at, and he said, "I'm probably it's gonna go watch that with my Marty McFly's on, dude." You got to. <laughs> Those shoes are, uh, as the kids say, sick as fuck. Yeah, man. And fly. I, I mean, was, that's I a purchase was, that you will never regret. I was so fortunate um, that I even saw a pair in my size available. Oh, yeah. They were over in UK. I got them off eBay, man. Didn't think they were even real. I was going to report the claim because they, I, 
paid a, a decent penny for them. Yeah. Because the the initial release was all for an auction <clears throat> item for uh, Michael J. Fox's uh, Parkinson's disease, yeah. like his whole foundation. So all the proceeds, or at least a portion of them, went to there. So they were trying to raise as much money as they could. Limited edition. There were probably I don't couldn't even tell you how many size thirteens. I'm a I'm a fifteen. I'm Get fourteen, fifteen. I've, I'll still get the 13, just because it's that shoe, man. Yeah, dude. I don't even know if they made a 14, so I ended up uh, ended up grabbing them and it um, lights up, right? They light up, man. Yeah, the the ones that just released in 2016, I got the ones from 11, 2011, 2012. Um, the ones that just released can actually self tie. What? Yeah, you just put your foot in. Dude, we went from I the Reebok pump self to the self tie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got some. I got some, some old Reebok. Oh yeah, some Shaq Reebok. Come man. on, dude. That was. Uh, I remember seeing the movie, being like, "That's the future, truly." Like oh, hoverboards. For sure. And I mean, didn't? How bad did you want a hoverboard? I mean, yeah. still, still want one. I want. Yeah, that's definitely still want one. I think. Uh, I think they've got to be like what, like three years out, four years out. Hoverboards, I mean, if they're not already around. Gotta be, dude. If we're talking flying cars, you're not talking about stuff on the ground that flies a little bit. Anti-gravity. Also, I just feel like, I don't know, Elon Musk has got to be like, somebody's got to be jamming on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think he's just he's just got like just... gadgets at the house? Yeah, dude. He's got the James Bond fucking, he's that guy to. that in any spy movie you see when they set him up and they go, here's a pen, but it's also a fucking... You know, it's also cologne, you know, and you're like, all right, I thought it was going to be cooler than that. Can we move on to the next one? He's like, here's gum that's also beef jerky. You're like, dude, you're fucking fired. Which one is it? Yeah, which one is it? That's the thing. You confuse the guy, and then you knock him out. You're like, no, right, nice. You're not very good at your job. All right, I'm putting $40 on the 49ers. <laughs> that's a stupid bet, man. You want to put $80 on the Steelers. What about $95 on the Seahawks? None of you guys know what you're talking about. You're all going to lose. Hi, I'm daily fantasy sports expert Adam Ray. No, I'm not. But I am tired of getting killed by the daily fantasy sports experts. So don't play the experts. Play the house with Stat Hero. Do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that fucking surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts and people who dedicate their lives because they got more tools, more time, and they don't care about sexual stuff. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works, baby. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you. We all love those dares. Remember back in the elementary school days? Hey, I double dog dare you to pinch the teacher's butt. That was the first me too. And if you beat them, it's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. Your name, your stakes. Winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. Right? You show me mine, I'll show you yours. No one else does that. You're in total control is why I love it, because you get to see what you got and go head-to-head, one-on-one. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be. Play Stat Hero right now and change the odds by going to stathero.com slash last night. Sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first pay. That's right, they're giving you a 300% match that's unheard of by going to stathero.com slash last night. Stathero.com slash last night. They give you multi-day fantasy survivor contests for all sports all year long. Just pick the lineup that you think you can beat. Go head-to-head with no pool of opponents. No matter how you play, there's always a contest for you. So stop wasting your money and give yourself the best shot at winning with Stathero. Stathero.com slash last night. Is there, uh, we talked about uh, Jim Carrey being a big influence. Is there a off-season rabbit hole of 
I don't know, man, dating shows, YouTube videos, animal attack videos, nice. something that you just go. I, I will get caught up on some reels. I know that. Let's go. I will scroll for days on reels, man. Yeah. <clears throat> they got me reeled in. All right. <laughs> they, uh, it's, it's. I mean, once you get a few good ones, I know. And then I just send them to everybody, and then that just creates, you know, oh, I saw this reel, and then they send a reel, and then it's just They're in the fucking it's, vortex. Yeah. Now three hours go by, and I'm still sitting on the toilet trying to. <laughs> Did I? Did I wipe my ass? <laughs> you don't even know. But it's dried up. Nature just did its thing. Like we got you, dude. <laughs> that's you disgusting. invested. Yeah. Uh, that's, Fuck. Yeah, that's amazing. There's some videos I see too. I really like. You know, my girl and I will get pretty invested in some cooking ones. Um, just you know, there's a, a, a buddy of mine. Him and his wife have a an Instagram and TikTok handle called Devour Power, where they just highlight these amazing New York eateries, and we went. Uh, around with them uh, on a few where it was like this place called I think 375 Chicken in New York mm. and um, dude it was a peanut butter and jelly fried chicken sandwich and what they do is they just do a quick little open up uh, the, uh, the unwrapping which you know That's kids love the unboxing good. they open it up show it pretty put it into the camera take a bite and then show the drip drip Right back to the camera. It's over. That's it's all over. And that's all I need. And I'm like, I got to fly there right now. Um, <laughs> are you a cook? Are you, do you like to cook for yourself? I, I you did in college. Kuma. Yeah. I got, yeah, my, my nutritionist, my chef. Yeah. Uh, cool has been. Killing it. He's been killing it, man. He's what another built man. in uh, just luxury to have a homie that does that. And you're like, can you just do it with me? And just a me? homie, yeah. Every single day is just, just like we're kicking it. Yeah, it's what do like you want? we're not even Is really how working. Worse? He's like, what do you want today? Or? No, not even. Not even. I'm, it's whatever he feels is right for the day. So he will he knows a certain amount of calories, a certain amount of, you know, vegetable intake, uh, carb intake, and all that kind of stuff. And he'll get it down to a science, and he'll just make sure that I got everything. For uh, And it's typically for the work week. I mean, when you go out on a away game, you know, obviously I'm not taking meals with me or anything like yeah. that. But um yeah, for during the week, man, I, I think a lot of it has definitely helped me become a, you know, a better athlete just in terms of my body, but also, you know, keep me on the field, man. A lot of uh, a lot of what you put you put into your body is is you know, is what makes you. So yeah. it, it just is what it is, man. And I think the me taking that leap and asking asking him to come in and be my nutritionist was game changer. Game changer, man. You said you did a little bit in high school. Is that what you're saying? College. College. No, I, I cooked I cooked for myself in college, yeah. yeah. I actually, I used to post my pictures on Instagram thinking that it was like, man, this is... And I went back and looked, People I was like, I'm going to fucking delete this right yeah. the fuck now. This looks like rubber. Was yeah. there? Did Nobody you even can. season it? Why did you put fruit in here like you cooked the fruit? <laughs> Nobody fruit, cares just, that you, you heated put, up you, a bowl of soup. <laughs> heated up some soup and put fruit on the... What are you doing? What are you doing, man? Could I'm cooking. Yeah. It's a delicacy. You don't even know, dude. All of them. I'd... You're just jealous that you don't have food followers. Yeah. It's like, no, dude. People aren't following you for that. They had like 10 likes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of like, what is that? Yeah, exactly. But it's clearly chicken, and you're like, oh, boy. That's my mom's version of <laughs> yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, see, that's the move. Is like you always get those recipes pop, uh, pop down, uh, passed down, uh, whatever the word is. I just had a stroke. Um, pass, pass, if, uh, is, uh Is it... Uh, tough to uh have people come up to you do you even deal with the people that are like yo i drafted you on my fantasy team 
like fucking let's go are you like all about it did you play fantasy yourself coming up before no. you got in the league no i never never got into the fa- i tried to in baseball and it just got overwhelming i was just like this is that's a long tough. haul yeah i tried that once this too. Is tough. day four i was like i'm going outside <laughs> i gotta get some sunlight and some human interaction why is this guy picking a he's in triple a yeah oh yeah why yeah. are they picking him <laughs> yeah yeah i did a uh, fantasy football uh once and I asked my buddy, I go, what do you not, because I just, it was too much watching my buddies that were invested too hard. I mean, you can get, I mean, you can act like a GM and have to know everything about yeah. the entire league. I picked up a buddy of mine, Mark Saratella, we're going to a comedy show, and I picked him up. I see how guys can get invested in it, man. Dude, he gets in the car, his mom was a little under the weather at the uh, at this time, and he gets in the car and he just goes, gets in just real, real uh, just distraught, and I go, what's going on, man? He goes, I don't want to talk about it. We just go, I go, pull over, I go, dude. Is it your mom? He goes, dude, can we just fucking go? I go, I'm not going anywhere until you tell me, man. Is there something up with your mom? What's going on? He goes, I lost in both my fantasy leagues today. And I go, get the fuck out of the car. (laughs) I thought your mom was sick, you fucking asshole. I can't believe that's what you are this upset about. But also I get it because I'm like, you know, he losing's just, losing. Man. Losing's losing, man. Thank you, dude. Losing's losing. I got respect for it, but I I picked the defense and a kicker first in the first uh, time I did it, and just literally the the threat of messages of what the fuck <laughs> I did it for that because my buddy goes don't do this I go I'm doing it. Let's <laughs> see. Let's see. see. Go the opposite way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a there's definitely a big. Uh, it makes, I guess, the whole Sunday more fun to watch yeah, everybody. There but. you go, yeah. I, I Personally, I don't really have a problem with it. I think uh, it's just uh, it's funny at this point because everybody's – I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of success, and obviously with that comes getting drafted higher Yep. and uh, stuff like that. So, I mean, and, and it's, a, it's a way that I can have a personal connection with just a random person in – North Carolina. Was your I'll just walk by and here they come. Yeah. Hey, are you? Yeah, man, I had you on my fantasy cool. team last year, man. You heard of this and then dude, week eighteen or week sixteen, dude, playoffs, man. you you won me like a thousand dollars. I'm cool. like, nice, nice. Cool. So it's like just like a Where's cool my little motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm out on that. Yeah, so, yeah. I've played I played too many games for free, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um all right, we'll wrap this up. Um, Are you? No, we're good. Okay, cool. We're good. Uh, draft day. I didn't. Even, I skipped over that. Did you have a big uh, party for that? Did you? Uh, did yeah. you not want to make a big deal out of it? You went, it was third round, right? No, 63? yeah. I, want, I wanted to go to the draft, but I wasn't. I wasn't invited. Oh shit! How does that <laughs> I, work? Uh, well, you get the invite if you. They think you're going to be high enough up. pick. It's no, like you it's asking. So when did your folks split, Adam? Like I'm hey, sorry, when, I brought up when, some fucking. What was the worst time of your life? <laughs> I was nine. Thanks for asking, man. Yeah, tip for tat. Uh, it was my mom. I found my mom worked for Love Bucket, and uh, no. <laughs> it was actually I was talking to her on the other one. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh, not hot boobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hot boobs and witch hands. Oh man. With this witch is, hands. Man, this is, <laughs> dang. Good callback, dude. Shout See, that's mom. what I'm telling you, man. Um. Uh, all right, so you get a uh, you get all the fam together. Yeah, if you can't go, my agent uh, my agent hosted everybody out in uh, Pittsburgh. Dope. Um, looked out for for me, the friends and family that could make it, and um, yeah, we waited till the first pick in the third round. Wow, let him get called, man. I thought I was gonna go to the Jets early in the uh, second round. 
Um, they ended up taking Geno Smith, and uh, like I, like we said earlier, the I had a few tight ends taken before me, so yep. I was a little you know a little butt hurt. Sure, but you you learn to turn that into motivation real quick. Yeah. Um, who's the first call that gets made to you, and who's the first call you make? The first call was Andy Reid. I got a Missouri number. I'll, I've said this story a million times, and I love Sorry. it. It's just it is what it is. No, yeah. I uh, I get the call from Missouri, and I'm just like, I just I don't want to I don't want to answer it, man. St. Louis is just it's I don't know, man. St. Louis looks like it's gonna be tough. Wow. And it's just uh, I've saw a couple guys go to St. Louis from Cincinnati didn't work out for him and yeah. I'm just like man not St. Louis man I don't want to be a part of that and um I answered the call and it's Andy Reid and I'm just like Andy Reid that's not Jeff Fisher and you know anybody yeah. in St. Louis and uh he's, he's like I'm yeah, with man. Jeff Fisher here I'm gonna hand him the phone real quick you're like yeah. damn it Andy Reid you fucking <laughs> prankster <clears throat> yeah. how did he, why would he do that <laughs> why would he do that Andy, uh, Coach Reed actually is a pretty. He's got he's got some good uh, comedic timing. I love that dude. He's awesome. Uh, But I get the call from him, and I'm excited. I'm going from like it's like a roller coaster. This I'm like at the bottom, like what is Coach Reed? Sweet, hey Coach, how you doing? Uh, He's like, hey, are you gonna fuck this up? I'm like, huh? Like you gonna fuck this up? Like no, no, no. I'm gonna uh, I'm you know I'm like scrambling at this point. I don't even know how to answer the question. Like yeah, I'm not gonna fuck. (laughs) Yeah. No, I would never. I would never, I would fuck never it up. fucking anything Wait, up. What? what are, we, are we talking about the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I'm just like, man, oh, shit. And yeah, so I just start scrambling. Like, no, I, I'm not about to fuck this up. I'm like, then in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's, t- he's trying, he's asking me if I, if he, if he picks me, am I going to fuck up, yeah. like, being a, being a good draft pick? Yeah. And um, I'm like, I'm going to be the best tight end you've ever coached, or I, I promise you, I'm going to go to work. All that, all the nonsense about college and all that's in the past, man. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to work. I'm trying yeah. to get better. And um, he's like, all right, put your brother on the phone. I was like, what? All right, here. Jason. <laughs> it's like my uncle or my granddad just called me. Like, hey, put, all right, put your brother on. Like, all right, here you go. <laughs> he takes the phone and Jason, a couple nods, a couple, yep, nope, I got you. Yep. Hands the phone right back. He's like, all right. I'm gonna need you need you to play now. I need you right now. I need you to play immediately. And um yeah, we're gonna take you with the next pick. And I'm just like, this is really happening. Let's All right, go. sweet, man. So uh so then you get passed to the uh to the marketing team or the PR team and uh eventually they give you a number to call back, but to watch the T V and everything's with the family and everything. They give you like a good ten minutes to just embrace, you know, what just happened with the family and everything, and then you just do a immediate interview with, like, the local markets. Wow, dude. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Do they have, like, a shot of you with just, like, a ticker below that says, Travis Kelsey says, in quotes, I am not going to fuck this up. <laughs> and everyone's like, what does that they mean? should have. <laughs> like, I'll should've. tell you later. <laughs> it's attached to a question I got from a guy you know. Anyway, <laughs> don't worry about it. That's good shit. Dude, that's an amazing oh, story, dude. Love that story, You get goosebumps man. talking about it? I did. Uh, nah, man, but right. it definitely made me happy, man. That's that awesome, guy, man. I just, I don't know. I, I'm just I, glad he called me. Him and him and John Dorsey, man. Change your life. John Dorsey. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's incredible. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Uh, so when I was nine, my dad left and said, uh, my, no, I'm sorry. I was trying to give you a story for tit for tat right there. Um, let's go into, um, <laughs> let's go into uh, the end of this uh podcast and by the way thanks for making time dude dude are you kidding big me? time i've had a blast man. it was a lot of fun 
Um, you're a fucking, uh, you're a legend, dude. And I just, uh, you know, getting to meet you after the show was dope, and then the shoot was even, even cooler. And then, uh, and, uh, and this has been a blast. By the way, your charity, eighty seven and running, which I talked about in the shoot. Nice. Uh, you want to give it a quick shout out? Yeah. And, uh, shout out to eighty seven and running, everybody involved. Um, and then all the kids out over there in Operation Breakthrough, we team up with an unbelievable organization here. And um, everything has just been – it's been so cool to see these kids grow from when I first got here through – from almost first grade all the way through through eighth grade. And uh, to see them now go into uh, this ignition lab, this 87 running ignition lab uh, for high school kids to be able to be, you know, whatever they want to be. And it's just going to be able to be at their disposal um, when they, they wouldn't have it uh, – otherwise and i just i appreciate kansas city the community here and everybody's yeah, just dude. been supportive and you know it's really changing these kids lives was that something that you had were pretty headstrong about as soon as you got uh were able to make an impact yeah, somewhere that's yeah. where it really happened when i started to um feel kansas city accept who i who i am and want to like get to know more about me and stuff like that i just i immediately just like man i want to do more for this community man and that's where it really started I, i've always kind of had that uh, ingrained in me through my parents and uh, my family. The city I grew up in, everybody's parents raised all the kids, right? And so it wasn't yeah. just one household. Whenever I, yeah, it was a community upbringing. And um, although my parents instilled in me to be able to lend a helping hand to, you know, make sure my dad always had a pizza at the house. You know, if any of my friends were coming over, he made sure that everybody at least got a slice or got something to eat, nope. you know, whether, you know, not not assuming anything, just doing it just because, you know, he doesn't he doesn't know. Right. So it's just um, little stuff like that, I think, is uh, is kind of just ingrained in me and embedded in me to just always try and be there for the for the community. man. Yeah, man. You're, I mean, and you're such a big kid yourself. So it's like oh, seeing man, with the you got to be man. live young, baby. So these wait. So the program. So they start at first grade, and, and it takes them all the way. No. So they start even early. They start in preschool at this uh, at this organization at, at Operation Breakthrough, which is uh, it's a school, a, a daycare, a after school program. Um, it's everything, man. It provides meals to to these kids' families, um, and it's all. Uh, I don't want to say. Just uh, less fortunate, yes. right? That's that's the best way. It's that all I can after, put it. so it starts after school for the program, is no? It? They they have both in school and after school stuff. Wow. Yeah, and they they bus kids all over from all over the city just to come here Huge, and, dude. and get a get a advantage that they wouldn't have otherwise, right? Yeah, man. So it's just been cool to I don't know see these kids go from kindergarten to eighth grade, and the the original Operation Breakthrough was only two eighth grade, and then once they got to high school, it's kind of like they didn't have any many more space or yeah. So that's what the ignition lab that I was just mentioning that uh, that's going to be a STEM lab for literally anything you want to be. So after, once you get to high school, you can go into robotics, you can go into welding, you can go into anything. You can get your uh, your HVAC license in this thing as a as a high school kid, so that when you when you you know you leave, you can go right into making a decent decent paying job and stuff like that wow, dude. um it's just there's so many different things that these kids are just getting uh the opportunities to to grasp or to to understand more knowledge about and uh, to see them go into eighth eighth grade and finally have somewhere else to go um that's what it's all about so you've man. seen a lot of these kids like and gotten to see their journeys and oh, them yeah. grow up and improve and for sure are they just so it, it, it blew my mind yeah. how fast kids can grow. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, man, am I growing at this rate still? <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa. Oh, yeah. This is nuts, man. That's and, uh, big time to have that much of an impact on that many lives, dude. And, and to at least steer cool. people, you know, everyone's going to make their own choices, dude. But it's like everyone 
uh, and this is, I think, what binds us as people is like needs. Uh, I don't know if it's actually help the word I'm looking for, but a boost in like and and f- the feeling that they got support of the people that are rooting for them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you doing that for all these kids is like, you know, whether whether they uh, you know get everything out of the program that they they uh, can get, knowing that there's somebody that's like fucking get after it, like yeah, is yeah. getting it from about, somewhere. Man. Yeah, that's big time, dude. Um, all right, we're gonna close this sucker out with um, a little inside the actor studio ten questionnaire. You ever watch that show, James mm-hmm. Lipton? Remember him? Nah. He was on Bravo. Was I'm this guy way better with faces, <coughs> man? I'm the worst with names. This guy was um, he was uh, the host of the show that basically interviewed um, you know all the uh, big actors. Camille Chappelle was on it, mm-hmm. um, but uh, R.I.P. You would have been on it at some point. So I'm gonna do the oh, nice. the last uh, <laughs> ten yeah. question questionnaire to close this sucker out. <clears throat> All right, as James Lipton, I'm here with Travis Kelsey. Good to see you, Travis. It's a pleasure. <laughs> I feel like I have to match you now. First of all, I love your shirt. I have the same shirt at home, even though I'm 75 years old. Mm-hmm. You gotta Where, live. You lived in that era, though. Where'd the, you get your the bling? Tie-dye. <laughs> I did. I got. I, feel like I got this from the homie uh, Ben Ben the Baller, man. That's a Ben Baller original. Mm-hmm. I wish yes, I had sir. friends with bling. <laughs> Travis, what is your favorite word? I, man, what? (laughs) Your favorite word. Do you know what words are, Travis? Uh, I would say what. What, great. What is my favorite word. You gain knowledge whenever you say it. Dude, quietly the best answer I've ever heard to that (laughs) fucking, holy shit, dude. I think Matthew McConaughey said, did he say pussies? No, he said like, uh, no, what did he say? He said, you know. Well, I think what we have to break down what the mean what word is. He said something really just out there. I was like, dude, <laughs> pass that fucking joint. Um, what is your least favorite word? No. Probably a common one, huh? Nope. Haven't heard that. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Obviously, it's a very difficult time for everyone right now. We're all uh, challenged in finding a day-to-day routine that uh, that makes our lives. Uh, consistent and awesome and if there's something that's interfering with your happiness right now or preventing you from achieving your goals BetterHelp online counseling is there for you Uh, BetterHelp is a professional counseling service online private and it's so convenient Um, I've used it for a little bit now it's truly the only way uh, that I found uh, to help get uh, my own issues dealt with on my own time Uh, at my own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your licensed professional counselor right now. They're specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or relationships, uh, sleeping, which I have a lot of uh, trouble with, trauma, self-esteem. Anything that you share with them is confidential. And guess what? If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, at any time, you can request a new one for no additional charge. There's 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states available worldwide. And again, there's four ways to communicate with them. Text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's available on any desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. Schedule a video or phone session, generally weekly, unless your therapist schedules more. Uh, unless you just are really not sleeping and need to get some uh, some some additional chats in, 
Uh, there's broad expertise in the network, which may not uh, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. And above all, it's affordable, all right? It's truly the most affordable option I've found. So right now, all ALN listeners are going to get 10% off your first month with a discount code about last night. So why not get started today and start making some changes for the better in your life? You deserve it. So go to betterhelp.com slash about last night. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night. Betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month with promo code about last night. And now back to the episode. What turns you on? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was creepy. Yeah. Um, what turns well, you on? It doesn't have to man, be sexual. It can be like yeah. a, you know, like a. Yeah. What gets the juices flowing? Yeah, like a smile know? or like yeah. a laugh or like, you know. Man, just some kindness. Nice iced coffee. <sighs> For real? It gets me fired up, man. That's your juice. Yeah. It, nitro brew. My man. To be honest, man. Yeah. That, man, if I get that going. Woo-hoo. A little bit of that in the veins. I got a, yeah, I got a real bad story. About Please. taking nitro brew before practice. Please, <laughs> I get stuck on. Uh, I guess that, first of all, I was wide awake for practice. It was an eight a.m. training camp day, and um, we go out there. We practice, and I'm feeling like, man, I'm just dehydrated. Of course, I had like unbelievable amounts of caffeine. Yeah. right before I went out there, and after the after the practice, I'm like, all right, man, gotta take a shit. And you know, coffee. The beans, the yes. beans, right? So Nitro. I, you know, and uh, I, I catch a full body cramp on the shitter. What? Yeah, full body, full body cramp on the shitter. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a very hydrated guy. Like, yeah. there's one thing I'm gonna make sure I'm, I'm good. I'm we not all were gonna, saying it when you walked I'm in. Not here. Gonna, I'm not <laughs> fucking hydrated, dude. I'm gonna make sure that I am hydrated, yeah. right? And. That I guess that one drink just put me into a full body cramp, and yeah, they had to they had to put an IV in me. Holy shit! While yeah. you were on the shitter, still? Yeah, no, I started like kind of crawling. I was like screaming at uh, one, of the, <laughs> one of the one of the one of the coaches. I think it was his nephew or something like that was walking by the restroom, and I was like, Brazier, Brazier, go get the trainers. I'm cramping. And I'm like pissed, and he's just he's frightened at this point because yeah. he sees me like all like locked up. <laughs> I'm like Brazier, and it's like it looks like a movie or it's, something. It's dripping. It's he's like, dude, all right. He's like, ah, man, what's going on? He's like, I think he's in high school, maybe. He's yeah. just like, what the fuck is what's going on with Travis? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I'm really like, Brazier, going to tram. Trainer, I'm like I wasn't screaming. Told this trainer. would be part of my job duties. And it was like it was like looking out that door, like you would see like him walk. It was he walked to the training room, and then it was like within two seconds, walk that way, and then just. Eyeballs <laughs> and like just <laughs> frightened, just terrified, right back the other way. And I'm just like, "What the? F- you didn't fucking tell it, <laughs> trainer!" I'm like screaming, trainer, I'm like, "What the fuck did he just? Did he tell anybody?" And they finally me. come in. And I'm just like, "Man, what the, did he? Did he even tell you?" <laughs> I was more pissed at him than yeah. I was at myself. Kill the messenger. Yeah. Holy so I just, shit! They threw a towel around me and right back up. You got the juice inside you, and then you were yeah. Once go, I or? got the one, yeah. Once I got the IV, I was fine. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. I just went straight to the shower after that. <laughs> well, that's always good. Yeah. Getting a shower, a good shit followed by a good shower. <laughs> I mean, I guess you got a cramp of a I sat, but... I sat in the poo for a little bit, though. <sighs> it wasn't, 
That's a humbling moment. It was very humbling. Come on, man. Yeah. You're like that's why I tell that story. You got to make sure everybody knows <laughs> the stars are just it like gets us. The worst. They sit in their own shit. I got I got it real bad. I had a full body cramp after I just By dropped a way, deuce on this. If there was a picture taken, you know, in Us Weekly, they have those pages where it's like, look at Jerry Seinfeld getting a frappuccino. The stars are just like us. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey lying in a, in a pool of his own shit. The stars are just like us. They cramp and oh, swim man. in their own day diarrhea. Oh, man. Dude. Well, you that's, have no idea. I'm glad you came out of that. I've had some shitty times, man. Good night, everybody. We'll be right time. back. <laughs> wait, wait. That's What's your favorite curse word? Uh, probably fuck. Dude, thank you for hitting the F hard. I was just going to ask, are you a hard F guy or do you drag it out with the CK? No, I'm just, I'm just you got to bring the energy early. You know what I mean? Love that. Fuck! Yeah, dude. Yeah. A lot of power. Uh, what's your, uh, what sound or noise do you love? Maybe that one? I don't know. Uh, what sound or noise do I like? I like... Let's take it to a... I like instrument like uh horns i like horns nice. and uh and string instruments fuck yeah listen to that before you like on game day or no that's not your I, I got a little uh orchestra playlist that i know how to, how to i don't know how to pronounce any of the songs yeah so of I course mean, but i just know like oh i like that one that sets the mood yeah for sure yeah for sure what's it's a little weird everybody says i'm a little weird for it but fuck no whatever having a classical I, playlist I, I love i love just way different like the genre i like to appreciate it all man just yeah. find a way to to grab a little bit of everything um don't listen to much country but i got a i got a country playlist of don't course. listen to much reggae got a reggae playlist but you know there's a time and a place for everything it's so funny that's what i remember that uh soundbite uh very specifically from when uh we talked to jason at the pro bowl he said same thing when i asked him about music and he was like dude it's very eclectic he's like i'm all over the place a little bit of something everywhere i definitely share that with him for yeah. sure uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Um, I I hate background Instagram and stuff like that. Like when I'm just having a conversation, and there's somebody over there on Instagram. That's I fucking hate that. Just yeah, fuck. <laughs> just somebody cock blocking dude, your serenity. I'm just like, I can you just turn it, turn it down, down dude. maybe? How about on a plane? Oh, that's then that's what I'm. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Those people are. I mean. We, we could get a big plane full of the people who listen to music <laughs> or TV shows without headphones on a plane and just just be like, just take them to like an island and be like, you guys live here now. And they go, what? They go, listen to all the music with no headphones that you want, baby. It's called Fuck Off Island. <laughs> Dude, I've been on planes. I saw a guy, no joke, with porn on a plane, no headphones. I'd gotten no upgrade to first way. class, and I'm, I sit down, and I just hear halfway through the night flight, everyone's asleep. This is a bold move, Trav, this is, to be like, dude, creepy. everyone's asleep. No one's going to hear this. No one's going to wake up to the sound of a deep throat. Hey, uh, I beg to differ, sir. I fucking I know did. that. I, I know that. <laughs> That's my alarm right. clock, all right? <laughs> Siri, you set the deep throat alarm clock. No, so this guy, so I'm like, dude, passed out, and I just hear like, and I was like, Literally woke up in like, you know what that deep sleep where you have to remind yourself you're even on a plane sometimes? Oh, for sure. You like wake yourself up. That's every time for me. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not in the middle sleep because sometimes I aggressively like, (laughs) and then the guy next to me is like, you good, man? And you're like, are you good? Oh, man, that was my favorite. I used to torment my dad doing that, man. Waking up Oh, my dad. Abruptly? If he he was napping, he would wake up. I would just do it just to, just to get the reaction out of him, man. Like, oh, I haven't seen him go crazy real quick. Hey, 
Dad. Ah! <laughs> oh, what the, what the fucking idiot. Why? Yeah, wh- Why? Why? What? Why? What do you need? Jesus, fuck. What do you need? Uh, the, uh, you want dinner? You want dinner? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, just something. That's silly. what you woke me up for? Yeah, I'm not on fire? <laughs> uh, all right. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, I mean, outside of any, a lot yeah. of other sports, yeah. uh, outside of the sports world, I, um, I was ineligible my second year of high school mm. to play football. So my dad, as a punishment, made me the trainer. So I was trainer Trav my entire 10th grade year awesome. of football. And uh, I taped ankles and I taped wrists. I, yeah, I was spatting everybody and I was dope. Yeah. Just to keep you Handing around out the water. Um, or just to go, this could... No, I, I think he just wanted me to have something yeah. to do after school. Gotcha. And to be around the, the team and be around everybody else. It, it, I mean, it was a fun year for me still because I still got to hang around everybody. I was just the idiot that was holding them. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. not to say that. God, that sounded bad. Not the idiot. That's yeah, yeah. I hear but I was an idiot holding <laughs> the water bottles. <laughs> there you go. There you so, go. That makes um, sense. Yeah. So it was just. Were you uh, good at like, t- did you get to be good at like recognizing certain injuries and like did that kind of. As far as yeah, like so I ended up and... trying to be a, a, a kinesiology major in uh, at Cincinnati, Dope. and um, it's just the hours. Yeah. I already didn't want to go to school, so yeah. all the extra stuff that I had to do. No thanks. I was out, and I just didn't time up with football. But I did have a lot of fun doing that. That's though. awesome. What profession would you not like to do? Like what seems tough Ooh. or just you know, out of your uh, realm of? I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard of anything that I wouldn't want to do. I mean, you um, said vo- voiceover, which I think is definitely a career waiting in the wings. But you know, you say no, so I have no idea. Yeah, what that realm even looks like. Yeah, so. dude, you will. All right, nice. Um, there you go. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Just a nice, uh, humbling welcome. <laughs> You've made it. <laughs> Oh, I never. I didn't even think I was eligible. I'm allowed to go. Man. But what about that thing? No, no, no. We, we. Uh, Jesus took care of that. Tape. Jesus took care of that. <laughs> the cast from LoveBucket.com is right over here. If you'd like to. Oh, they're here? No, I'm just kidding. They're downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, dude. Well, this was a fucking blast. I hope you had a good time. It was a blast, man. Yeah, man. Uh, pump for the season. Pump to watch. Pump to come to games. Hopefully. Yeah. Um. Let's and, do it, man. Uh, Let's do it. You're at Kill Trav, right on Instagram. Kill the Trav. Yeah, you post some good shit. Do you post during the season or no? Uh, trying to get better at that. Content is more during the season than not during the season because yeah. I just I never take pictures or videos right in the off season. It's like I only just grab the stuff that's from the games. Or right. They give you like stuff highlight like stuff to be like, yo, post this if you want. Yeah. Yeah. They've started to do that um, more often. Cool. Um, especially these past like two, three years. Yeah. As social media is starting to become so heavy. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to uh, see what you post. Um, you're going to have a killer year. My dog. I'm pumped, dude. You're fucking feeling good. You're taking be... care of yourself. You're dialed in. You know, you got the fucking. Just one one day at a time, one game at a time, baby. There That's all it is right there. I'm um, excited to see what you got next, man. Thank you, brother. This is actually it. I retired from comedy after this. This is my last this podcast. This is the last one? Yeah, I'm actually going to move to Shanghai and teach sign language to fat kids. So, um, <laughs> guys, this is bit. <laughs> Uh, you're the man, Trav. I fucking love you, dog. You're the man, you're dog. I love you, brother. Love Thanks you, for coming, man. man.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.